Welcome to Glass Talk, Canada's podcast for the architectural glass industry. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Hi everyone, Pat Flannery here from Glass Canada Magazine. Fun one for you today. We've got Max Perlstein from Soul Source Consulting. Uh, Max is better known as the uh, publisher of the From the Fabricator blog spot that uh, he's been putting out there uh, almost since the internet was young. Uh, he's uh, one of the, uh, I think, top influencers, you could say, in the uh, North American commercial architectural glass scene. Um, he'll be well known to, uh, to many of you. And Max and I had a, uh, a, a fun sort of free ranging discussion about uh, uh, a lot of the uh, big issues, what he's seeing in the United States, uh, what the uh, supply chain issues have been, uh, talk a bit about the uh, AGC sale to uh, Cardinal, uh, talk a bit about uh, uh, training and certifications in the industry and, and their importance, uh, talk a bit about energy standards, and uh, what uh, sort of technologies he sees as being helpful to that, talk a bit about the American infrastructure bill and what the likely effect that's going to have on the industry um, all over the place. So uh, Max and I have, uh, have, have kind of a, a, a fun and loose conversation here and uh, hope, you, uh, hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed having it. Uh, thanks again and enjoy my conversation with uh, Max Perlstein. Max Perlstein, welcome to Glass Talk. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Pat. Max, it, it, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to have you on. Uh, uh, the Fabricator blogs, blog spot uh, obviously is, is just, uh, you know, required reading for uh, everybody in the North American industry uh, every, single, uh, every single time you put it out. You're weekly, right? Pretty much? I'm weekly. Weekly. Yeah. Every, every Sunday. Uh, I've been doing it since 2005. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and, and so, uh, you know, I take maybe a couple Sundays off, a, a, off a year, but cover everything in the, it, really the commercial glass space here in North America. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great stuff. You always have the inside track on everything. And, uh, and, uh, so it's, 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 it's fun to have you here. It really is. Um, thank you. So, thank you. I'm honored. Thank you. Yeah. I hope, I hope we have a, I hope we have a, 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 a fun discussion today. Max, uh, start us off for, like I said, in the, in the thing for the, for the two or three people who maybe don't know <laughs> you uh, out there in the world. Uh, um, uh, just give us a little intro of, uh, of yourself and your, I guess your consulting business and, uh, and what, what you're involved with these days. Sure, sure, sure. So, so I basically I come from a family that, uh, you know, has been connected to the glass and glazing industry, uh, dating all the way back to 1898. Uh, my oh. great grandfather came over uh, with $34 in his pocket and a glass cutter and, and opened up a business in Philadelphia and uh, delivered glass by bicycle. Uh, which, which I'm sure would not pass the NACC <laughs> tactics right now. And then, it, you know, we'll talk, I'm sure about NACC, but yeah. he would deliver glass by bicycle and grew the company over the years. And, uh, you know, my grandfather and my father and brother and sister were all in it. And, uh, uh, I didn't get into it until 1991. Uh, they had sold different, you know, iterations of the company, but it was still a family business. And, uh, uh, in 1991 when I joined. And so I've been in the business since then. And, uh, in 2011, I started Soul Source Consultants, which was meant to help people with marketing, communication strategy, anything to do with communication uh, is where I'm at. But uh, my whole love is the overall glass and glazing industry. I've sat on the board of the, you know, the old glass association of North America, Ghana, 
Uh, you know, I work closely with the National Glass Association. I'm a big fan of everything you're doing in Canada uh, and following that. And I uh, started a blog in 2005 and, uh, you know, just always talking about and, and promoting and pushing, you know, the good that we all do in this industry. So um, basically, it's in my blood. Uh, I didn't think I didn't want to be in the glass industry. I wanted to be in sports production. And so I was doing play by play in Ohio and really enjoying it. But uh, my brother convinced me, he said, it's in your blood, come give it a shot. And I did. And I loved it. And I've uh, been here ever since. Well, it, 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 the love, the love comes through in the, in the, in the blog and the writing, Max, we can, you know, every, everybody can, everybody can tell how enthusiastic you are. And, uh, and, and that's, uh, you know, it, it's just, a, it's, it's a lot of fun. So uh, I, thank I, you. I decided I described it. I described it to my publisher Danielle today as a as a gossip column for the uh, for the commercial glass it industry. Kind of, yeah. It, it kind of is. I mean, it's yeah. it's funny. I mean, it's it's changed a little bit over the years. I mean, in the beginning when I started, it was it was definitely more pointed, and I was a little rough. Uh, in you know, mm-hmm. I was. You know, it was definitely more gossipy. Uh, you know, I, in 2008, I broke, uh, I think Old Castle bought uh, VistaWall and I broke that story on the blog before it went anywhere. And and wow. that was that was something. I don't do that sort of thing anymore, but uh, <laughs> I've gotten a lot, lot calmer, nicer. But I also realized that there's a lot more to be gained by promoting people and promoting jobs and promoting what we do. And uh, it, it's made a big difference. But uh, I love calling people out positively, love noting who I get to meet and see and uh, spreading spreading the good word. No, great, great balance of great balance of, of, of honesty and, you know, and it positivity. Right. I mean, I mean, you know, we, we don't need to hear all that, you know, we don't need to drag everything through the muck all the time. It's, it's, right. it's the same, it's the same approach I, I try to take is, 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 you know, without, without, you know, glossing over anything or, or ignoring, you know, if you have something to say, you have something to say, but, uh, but, you know, let's, you know, let, let's keep it proactive because, you know, we're, we're all here to try to, make it work in this crazy business and that's about that's about the best you can do right yeah the, the better i mean i think we all gain when we're all doing better uh, mm-hmm. and that's always been the goal uh, is to mm-hmm. to you know spread the word and, and promote things like communicate you know especially right now you know glass is hard to get all all products are hard to get and yeah. you know communication is so important communicating with your communicating with your customers and you know those are things that are those are blocking and tackling sort of things but you know you, you need to be you know reminded of that uh, it's good business sense and good and we, you know one bad apple in our industry hurts all of us yeah so if we can do the right things uh, you know the better off we all can be let's get into that max what are you hearing uh, about the supply side stuff uh, 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 are we, are we going to keep getting glass or is, 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 is this bubble moving through or, are, or are we going to, are we into long-term slowdowns? Uh, uh, same thing on aluminum. I mean, I mean, can, you know, it is, is what, what, what are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are people telling you? Yeah. W- w- on all of that. I mean, what I'm hearing, seeing, experiencing is it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for a while. And, and, uh, uh, you know, there's just things that can't be moved and changed quickly. Uh, on the glass side, there's only so much that these float plants that we have in North America can produce. I mean, they, they all work 24-7, 365, and they're all going full speed. But, you know, there's, there's you, know, you know, a couple that, that need repairs, and they're going to go down. Uh, there are a couple that are focused completely on residential, and that business is not going anywhere. Uh, so, uh, you know, you, you, you can only do so much. Uh, and that's, uh, that's the problem problem on the glass side and, and what it's been exacerbated by is that you could always in the past backfill it with with offshore material there are people that really didn't like buying domestically and they would buy from you know either south america or from asia and so on 
And now it's, it's really difficult to get that material in and very expensive. Uh, freight rates yeah. are off the charts. Right. Uh, so, so, you know, you're, you're kind of stuck. Uh, and, uh, until, you know, new things happen until things like Canadian premium sand gets their float going and, and other float lines get going. Um, you know, I think we're going to, we're going to be in a, a tough, tough go and, and aluminum's the same way, you know, a lot of, a lot of raw materials there are in short supply and you have to bring it in from overseas. And again, that shipping issue is a big issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, this is going to last. I think it's going to last for for at least another year. I'm thinking, you know, you know, we're not going to see the light at the end of the tunnel until, you know, mid-year next year and that's when it'll just loosen up a little bit. Um, you know, obviously the big deal in the US uh, really for North America was Cardinal AGC uh, and that is something that is, you know, right now not having an effect but could have an effect depending on once the deal becomes finalized and what Cardinal you know, does with those plants. Now Cardinal are operational superstars. So, so I'm confident that they'll get more glass out of those AGC plants than anybody because they're fantastic at what they do. No offense to the AGC folks, but you know, Cardinal is, you know, one of the best in the game and they'll get more glass out, but will that glass go to the commercial side or will that go to the residential side? Uh, And my guess is it's going to go to residential or it's going to end up going to solar, uh, which is a big eater of glass. Uh, and so that's, uh, there, there's a lot of adventures in, in our future. And that's why it comes back to, you know, strengthening that supply chain, communicating with, with your supplier, making those arrangements and, and getting ahead of, of, of this, the best you can, anybody who's sitting back and, you know, waiting this out, uh, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. I, you know, I quite I think, frankly, I know, I know CPS is looking at that same question, whether they're going to do solar or whether they're going to do architectural, uh, out of that, out of yeah. that. Out of that plan, of course, everyone here is fingers crossed for 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 architectural glass, um, and yeah, the the AGC. I mean, I mean, the hope obviously with the AGC takeover is, or rather, the Cardinal takeover is that uh, you know the, those plants obviously will just keep going and it'll just be a, a, a right. an operational change. But yeah, Cardinal, we know uh, you know heavily on the residential side, uh, uh, residential IG, and uh, and and you know. Was it your? Do you know off the top of your head? Because I don't. Uh, uh, were those plants doing commercial previously, or yeah, they yeah. were. Yeah, so, so, so yeah, so there is all is mostly commercial. Yeah, right. May, but mostly commercial. So so yeah. So what's gonna inevitably happen? And I mean, this is my guess. I don't have uh, you know big time inside info. Cardinal Cardinal keeps things closer to the vest than anybody uh, that I know. Uh, you know, and they're they're very good at that, obviously. But my guess is that. You know, they have huge residential customers. And if residential keeps going the way it's going, they don't have a choice. They don't have a choice. I mean, you can't, you know, you're not going to turn down the the Andersons and the Pellas of the world to take care of, you know, XYZ glass and their needs for, you know, uh, you know, packs of low E. I mean, you know, it's just the, it's just the, you know, the, the the law of the jungle out here. It's just not going to happen. I mean, they're going to have to take care of who's taking care of them all these years. And it has, and it has been law of the jungle. You, you could, you could, you could chart your, you could chart your lead times based on how big of a player and how, 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 how many beers you had bought your uh, uh, rep uh, over the the last few years uh, for the last little while, because there's been, there's been some big discrepancies in, in, in how long, uh, plants have to wait for their for their for their supplies uh and uh it, it you know yeah communication like you say keeping those relationships up yep you know Big it's time. paying it, off now <laughs> it is it, it really is and I, I i i've got a client who was in a panic because you know they paid their bills great 
but but they really never developed a relationship with 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 the upper ups of of these these float facilities. You know, they were just you know, and and I think the fact that they paid their bills great will help them. But they didn't have that personal relationship. And I mean, anybody who's listening to this podcast knows that the glass and glazing industry is more about personal relationships than anything. At the end of the day, you're buying from people most of the time. I mean, we do have some great unique products, and I'm sure we're going to talk about some of the hot ones that are coming down the pike. But for the most part, you know, people buy from from people, and and you have to have those relationships, and that makes a huge difference. Emotion just comes into everything. Yeah, and and it's been you know, and it hasn't even been just. It's it's funny. It hasn't even been just the pandemic with the slow with the supply side slowdown. Uh, that that ice storm in Texas uh, and the yep. damage it did to the to the chemical plants down there. Um, uh, you know, foam, uh, foam and, 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 uh, well, I, I won't try to say the big long words, but yeah, yeah. PVB and all the, the, the ver- just yeah. all the various chemical spacer, everything. It, it, it can't get the and, raw materials. And, 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 and Pat, we got incredibly lucky as an industry because they could have, the government could have shut off the natural gas supply to vitro and guardian, and they have plants down there. And if they would have forced those plants to close, that we, I can't even fathom the mess that we would be wow. in right now. And, you know, so thankfully they were able to explain, Hey, we, we just can't turn it on and off. I mean, in, in Pennsylvania, the governor, when the pandemic started to get going, wanted to shut the, the plants down. And, and I know that the plants in Pennsylvania said, yeah, said, you know, we don't flip a switch here. You know, these yeah, things run yeah, for they had to go and actually years. explain to the governor. They had to yes. go and actually explain to the governor, this is how a float glass plant works. The ribbon has to keep going. Yep. You cannot just you you shut this thing down. You're into weeks starting it back up again at least. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple, multiple weeks. So, so <laughs> yeah, it, we got very fortunate. Yeah, I, I feel for the PVB and the other chemical sides that got got hurt. But from the glass side, I I shudder to think about if if uh, if those few plants in in Texas would have had to shut down uh, because of the freeze, uh, how how tight glass would be right now. So we're and pretty it, lucky. I, I hope the numbers it, it's kind of like it's kind of like watching a sports team like I'm doing right now with my Blue Jays and 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 wondering if they're going to be buyers or sellers at the deadline right yeah the, the industry kind of has to show like there's this bubble there's this bubble moving through of backlog in the North American yep. production like you say the problem is we haven't been able to alleviate it by getting things from offshore very easily so the bubble is going through production there's no way plants and factories can just suddenly start making more stuff. So, so the only the only ultimate answer really is 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 investment is actually yeah. growing. You know your, your your plant, and 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 I you know I, I hope the numbers are showing everybody out there that that you know what, go ahead. You know I, I, the demand is there. You know do yeah. it. Yeah, no, I, I, and I think that's a, that's the part of the tough thing is, is that that entry is so big, you know, you're talking 200, 300 million to get into this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's hard enough to get people to get into, you know, a fabrication plant yeah. where it's, you know, maybe 5 million, you know, but can you imagine, you know, 200 million or 300 million? I mean, you know, obviously I think one of the reasons Cardinal was, was, you know, hungry to buy AGC was 450 million was better than waiting a year and a half to build a float plant. You know, it, it was a better use of their money. Uh, so uh, there is that barrier to entry. I think, though, the shipping lanes are going to be a problem for a long time. I don't think that's I think that's an issue that's a, a long term issue. Uh, and so I, I there may be some more investment coming here in the U.S. And especially if solar keeps taking off, if you look at what First Solar in Toledo is doing, 
I, and I don't personally get it because I don't see solar that much here in Detroit, but I'm sure in California and some other areas, it's, it's very popular. I'm amazed at how much glass the solar facilities eat. I mean, they are taking up a ton of glass capacity. So if that keeps going and growing, uh, you know, and, and I'm talking just the photo, you know, the, the, the roof panels, not the, not the stuff that uh, I think is coming down the pike nicely for, for our curtain wall and, and uh, storefronts. Um, you know, that could force some more people to get into the float game and, uh, you know, get, get some more float plants operating here to alleviate this, but it's going to be a couple of years. I remember I was at an NGA meeting uh, uh, up in Toronto here a few years back. This has got to be six or seven years at least now. Yeah. Um, and, um, and the decision was taken at that meeting to, uh, to at least at that time, to, sh to, to shut down their solar task force. Uh, because of lack of interest, lack yeah. of uptake uh, in the uh, in the in the in the industry, because yeah. at the time it didn't look like it, it was going to be it, it was going to go, uh, yeah. or at least go at the level that justified NGA having a special division for it, and um, and and then I think what's happened right is 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 if if you're looking at Canada now, uh, you've got. The governments are saying at, at different levels, federal and provincial, are, are saying net zero by 2050, everything. Mm -hmm. and, and, and net zero doesn't mean much if it also isn't you've got the solar panels. On, the house has to be producing energy in order to, right. in order to save enough energy to, to, right. to actually be net zero, right? right. So, so I, I think what they're saying is the governments have got their finger in now and are, and are, and are, and are actually going to drive this thing. And so uh, you see, you, you're seeing bets on solar and I, I, I'm with you. I, 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 I don't, I don't know how wise the bet is. We'll see. Yeah. I, you know, at least the roof stuff is what kind of throws me uh, and yeah. just because I don't see it. Uh, but, but I, uh, it's funny. I was heavily involved in, in that first solar push back in 2007, 2008. Uh, you know, it worked with a product from Canarca. It was a organic organic BIPV. It was really interesting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a, a bunch of people were in it. Uh, you know, Pilkington had their, their, their toes in it. Everybody had their, had something going on. And then, you know, in, in the crash of 2011, 2012, it just went away. And, and mm -hmm. so no doubt you, you, you were there for, okay, there's no interest, but now, you know, it's, it's back with a vengeance. Uh, in, again, I don't get the roof stuff, but the, the, uh, the curtain wall stuff excites me. Uh, ubiquitous energy. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm a huge fan of what they've got going on. They have a transparent photovoltaic that is just uh, really interesting and really strong. And, you know, again, the glass side has always been kind of fertile for what can we do to make the glass, you know, more active and more intelligent and, and get, you know, more out of it. And uh, I think that those guys have, uh, have unlocked it and, uh, and, and they're going to make a big difference going forward. And uh, I do think, uh, you know, these codes and regulations and net zero are going to drive a ton of this. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it's, it, it's where it has to come from. I think, I think, and, uh, and, and it seems to be what's happening. Um, I got to ask you my, got to ask you my standard COVID question. Yeah. Um, everybody working from home, uh, <laughs> uh, big glass office towers are sitting empty and have been, are they coming back, Max? Uh, and 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 are we going to see the service work uh, uh, coming back on 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 all that infrastructure, or or is this or is this a long term depression in commercial real estate uh, that uh, is going to change things? 
I think I think that space is getting reimagined, uh, quite frankly. And everybody that I'm talking to, at least down here, is talking about you know buildings and are going to be laid out differently. Current buildings are going to get some remodeling done. Um, the bottom line is companies companies like the work from home aspect, but they don't love it. Uh, workers also like it, but they don't love it. Uh, and so the hybrid model is something that's at play, where where they're having people come in two three days a week. Um, you know, there is a productivity issue. I mean, employers feel like, you know, the productivity will never be as good as when you're in the office. And there are people who work from home who do struggle with, with, you know, you know, their kids, uh, you know, kids and dogs and so on, you know, uh, you know, causing some issues. And then at the end of the day, also the worry of security, you know, and, and, you know, you know, folks that are working in accounts payable accounts receivables and, you know, being hacked and so on working on a, on a home network sort of thing. So the offices are slowly, but surely coming back, uh, but they're being reimagined. And so that straight up skyscraper that we're used to with, with people on top of people in the offices, th that's going away. Right. Um, you, you might, you're going to, you still have those straight up skyscrapers, but the offices are going to be, uh, you know, spread out more in where the good thing for all of us is glass is going to be utilized more because everyone wants natural light. Everyone wants that space. They want to be able to see. And so you're going to have more wide open spaces with glass partitions, glass barriers, uh, and, you know, you know, you know, obviously using some acoustic uh, inner layers with the glass to help, you know, keep, keep some of the sound down uh, decorative on the glass to make it look a little bit better, but that's, that, that space is going to be reimagined. Uh, you know, people want that and the, the local communities need that too. They need people to get back into the office, mm -hmm. um, you know, just to, to support everything that's going on in those local areas. Um, you know, the, the restaurants and, and so on and so forth. So I, I think it's coming back slowly, but surely. obviously now we're having a little bit of that resurgence with the, the Delta variant and, and how people are reacting to it. Uh, but for the most part, uh, everybody that I'm talking to and, and some of the numbers from the architects uh, bear it out, um, people are looking at, you know, these reimagined renovated workspaces. So I'm staying on the positive side that um, we're going to be okay, but I do think that uh, you're going to see more, uh, what I would say, horizontal campuses uh, going right. in, into play versus the the vertical. Um, you know, cities like New York, you know, those densely populated cities, they're they're stuck with what they have, but they're going to have to make the best of it. Uh, I just don't see people on top of people anymore. I don't, I think that one's a a personnel change for life. You know, th those days of tight tight cubicles, uh, I think are long gone. Long I'm, gone. I'm 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 with you, and that's that's my that's my line going forward is is it's it's an opportunity not a not 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 a threat uh, uh because even if you know even if the towers are less important or, or they're not building more of them uh uh yeah this 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 chance of of new reimagined uh hybrid use uh office space out in communities outside of of, of cores uh it opens up opportunities for smaller guys it opens up opportunities for for different uh, parts of the country. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I, I I think there's I think there's a real a real chance for something there. And then the re the redesign and the reimagine of that old of the old facilities as well. And and it it's it's a it's it's it, I guess I guess if you had to guess, it it seems to me the most likely way that things will will, will end up going. No doubt. I mean, retrofit remodel. Uh, yeah. that, that's a that that's going to be that's going to be the hot area. And so you know, again, that's all part of. You know, another thing that I preach to a lot of people on my blog is, you know, be diverse. You know, so if you're if you're not on the interior space, you know, you should look at being in the interior space. If you don't do service 
patchwork or retrofit remodel, you should look at doing retrofit and remodel and service because you need to you need to kind of have your fingers in as much as possible just because of the way things ebb and flow. And it's just going to be ebbing and flowing for a while. I love I love that point. If you're if you're if you're fully dependent on the on the on the on the big job of the of the uh, of the that well Ellis Dawn work site uh, with, yep. with everything you know in its in its I'm, I'm making motions with my hands that no one can see but everything <laughs> in its everything in its uh, everything in its channels every everything very laid out time to look at your service model and and time to say. We're going to need to be flexible. We're going to need to be able to do more of this remodel retrofit stuff. We're going to need to be able to do more engineering on site, right? Um, you know, like like it's 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 time to maybe get out of your lane a little bit and 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 think about how you're uh, think about how you're going to address this the, 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 these new challenges. No doubt, no doubt. It's uh, this is these are these are definitely uh, challenging times, and no, no, no playbook from the past on this one. No. So, so, so this is you know you got it. You got to do everything you can do to make yourself different, make yourself better, and you got nothing to to look back and say, well, you know, in 1980, my dad did this. <laughs> there is no, there is no looking back. You got to forge your own trail now. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 new stuff. Okay, good stuff. Um. We talked about, okay, we talked about Chinese product and whether or not we're going to see more or less of that. And I think the answer is less. Uh, yeah. uh, the, uh, uh, I, I think there's, uh, like you say, the shipping costs are not coming down anytime soon. Uh, that, that's, that's not going to be a quick resolution. I, I, I do feel that conditions are inflationary and, and there could be a, there could be a, a, a long-term cost problems that, that, that put a damper on a, a lot of the overseas product. Yep. Um, and, uh, and, and China, frankly, has their own massive demand to, 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 to resolve right by, by themselves. So, so yep. the, they, they don't need, they don't need any more to come back to North America. Would you, would you agree with all that? For the most part, I mean, you know, China has so many float plants, especially like on the raw glass, but, but many of them are not of Western quality. Um, you know, so, so it's funny, you know, you could say, well, they got 600 float plants or 645 float plants, but uh, probably 620 of them aren't very good. You know, they're making C and D level glass, which is fine for, for folks in other parts of the world, but it would never fly here when we have people rejecting, uh, you know, rejecting a, uh, an 80 by 100 unit uh, inches uh, and, and, and seeing a scratch about, you know, yo big and, and right. we get we rejected there. They don't care as long as as long as they could see through a, a tiny spot. They're good. Um <laughs> So, so, but yeah, I, I think, uh, I think they, they have some issues, but the biggest, the biggest problem is the, the transit and the shipping is not going to get any better. Um, you know, the political landscape is definitely not going to get any better. No. Uh, so, so th this, there, there's a long road ahead for that one. There really is. Yeah. So I think uh, we have to focus on what we can do domestically. Um, you know, South America could become a player, uh, but good again, politically there's issues down there. Um, and there's, there's you know there's a lot lot going on so we're going to have to really fend uh, for ourselves here in North America Mexico U.S. and Canada you know there's a lot of good good players in the in these three countries we got to get it together and take it from there. I think there's there, there's no reason why we couldn't uh, uh, satisfy the uh, satisfy. I, well, I mean I mean for an illustration of of why this became a thing right I I, I did an article a little while ago uh, on. Uh, uh, well, the, the, our Canadian Trade Tribunal put uh, tariffs mm -hmm. on uh, on curtain on yep. uh, curtain wall coming in, uh, and uh, and and so I looked into that a little more, and I I found out what uh, what the the overflow the unused capacity 
at one Zhang Ho float plant, okay, in, or no, sorry, unitized curtain wall manufacturer, unitized curtain wall fabric, yeah. one of their fabricating plants, the unused capacity was more than the total production in Canada. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And they have 40 plants. They yeah. have 40 plants. <laughs> Just, and like, I'm looking at that going, Okay, there's a there's a there's a discrepancy. Like I am no protectionist. Normally, I I I want trade. I want I you know I I I think I I think the numbers you know show that the free trade ends up being better for everybody. But uh, wow, they, you know they could be giving it away over here, and not oh, yeah. so much to you guys, not so much to the U.S. But I mean, they could be giving it away in Canada and just take the whole market, and 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 it would it would actually it would actually be making the money because they'd be using up that line that's sitting idle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's craziness. And I, I kind of uh, given a you know, thought process or example of that, you know, how when you, you start on a new hobby and you make a whole bunch and you're excited about it, like if you, you know, if you, if you're making model ships and then you make like 25 model ships, cause you're so proud of it and you're making a bunch. Well, that's how the Chinese are. You know, they figure out how to do an extrusion press and they make 25 of them, you know, you know, you know and, and all of a sudden they have, you know, top of the line, 25 extrusion presses, you know, and they don't know what to do with it because that's what they do over there. And plus, you know, unfortunately, you know, for them, they, they don't pay their people anything. I mean, it's a totally different rule book, totally yeah. different rule book, but you're right. I mean, they could dump and, and could come over here and do a lot, a lot of damage. And um, that's the problem when all, when all said and done is, is it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not a great practice. Uh, and yeah. really it's not a great practice from the standpoint of we are doing building products. That's the toughest thing that we have to deal with in our world is that when, when you're putting metal and glass in a building, it's there for 50 years plus mm -hmm. it's not being changed out. So, you know, when people struggle, it drives me crazy when an architect is struggling over the color of a paint on, on the interior or carpet or wall coverings, and they spend weeks on it. Yet, but they don't give second thought to the glass or the glazing. It's like you, you'll change out that 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 interior finish fifteen times in the life of the building. You're, you're never changing that aluminum system or that glass. Yeah. So why are you why are you giving us a short shrift? Uh, and so that's that's the thing. I mean, you know, you don't want to when you're putting in something that's got to last. You you know, you really want to you know people that can stand behind it, and that's the biggest thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Speaking of things that'll be driving business uh, going yeah. going down the road, um, you guys uh, at, at Washington is throwing around money like a drunken sailor down there, oh, and it, it's uh, well, I don't, you know, I I, I guess Matt, I, I don't think money means I don't think money is really it, it isn't what we were told it was uh, when we were younger, no. like that there was some no. finite amount of wealth or something, or that you couldn't borrow forever without getting into trouble. I, I, Apparently all of that is gone. That is all, that's yep. all, that's all gone. We Just were wrong. About, we were wrong yep. about all of this. Yep. <laughs> and, and yeah, you guys, what, so did, did Biden get that infrastructure bill passed? Is that, is that passed? No, not yet, but it, it's, it's going to, um, right. because he's going to probably pass it through, uh, you know, uh, you know, a different process. He doesn't, he only has one side of the government on his side the other is not going to vote for it, but he has the ability to push it through. Okay. Uh, and it's a shame it's filled with a ton of pork. I mean, it's a, oh. it's an infrastructure bill that includes things that aren't anything to do with infrastructure. Right. Um, but it's, you know, billions and billions and billions of, of dollars, uh, that we don't have, uh, you know, including, you know, uh, you know, part of this bill is, you know, free college, you know, I'm all for trying to push for things, but free college is not something, you know, 
I think there's a lot of systemic changes that need to happen in higher education, but making it free right now is not the play or, re, you know, re, you know, forgiving loans is not the thing that needs to happen right now. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bad scene. Um, will it help us? You know, you had asked, you know, you, you know, some outline questions, you know, when would we see this money when they would pass it? Um, you know, if, if this all passes, we probably won't see it in our world until 2023, 2024. Oh, it's wow. going to take a while before it, it, it slips down. Um, you know, and that's the thing. That's the thing that a lot of us, you know, we, we learned this uh, when o Obama took over and we had our, our recession uh, and, and, you know, uh, there was a lot of money available right away and it didn't hit us for a long, long time. Uh, you know, it just it just wasn't happening that quick. And it's the same thing that's going to happen here. And a lot of this is going to things that aren't great for us, you know, bridges and, you know, bridges and roads desperately needed, but also warehousing, um, you know, warehouses aren't great for glass. Not a lot of windows. Uh, and, and, no, not a lot of windows, not a lot of storefront, not a lot of curtain wall. And so that's, a, that's, this isn't great for us. This big infrastructure bill as an industry, and it's horrendous for us as a, as a, as a country and as a world. So yeah, inflation and, and all of this is very frustrating. And, um, you know, it, my, my, both my kids are in college right now, and both of them are, are, are hoping that they'll get their, uh, their loans forgiven by the government through this. And, and uh, I, I told them, I mean, if you do, you're going to pay for it some, somewhere else, somewhere down the line. Um, so just it's nothing comes for free. Nothing's easy. And uh, unfortunately, we're in that, that pathway right now, and it's kind of frustrating. We have the same experience up here. Uh, so, social infrastructure, Max. That's a word yeah. you have to get, uh, get, uh, get, get, get used to. Social infrastructure. So if it if it helps society, it's infrastructure. Yep. You know. So this is yeah. This is the the logic and uh, and uh, you you yeah. I just don't I don't see it driving a lot of a lot of economic growth. <laughs> hey, no. maybe I don't no. know. You know, I'm not. I'm no, not. it's going to definitely be a problem in the long run. And uh, I yeah. hope we can get a get get a get our arms wrapped around get it a, for all of us. Get a get a handle on it for sure. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about you. Well, you're in Detroit, so you're practically in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, <laughs> but uh, but uh, let, 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 let's talk about let's let's get into a little bit of, of, of U.S. Canadian differences. How, how is it? How is the industry different when you go from 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 one place to the other? What's what, what's your what's your impression been over the over the years, Max? I think, uh, you know, it's funny, I'll probably get in trouble, but I think uh, I, I think that the Canadian companies are more sophisticated um at, at, at yeah like at, at mostly yeah i i do i think that they they they're willing to take on harder jobs and i think that they have a different skill set and a different different patience level uh to to be able to get things done versus the americans uh, we as americans are are hectic busy um we like moving things quickly and and not that canadians don't but but i i see a lot of canadian companies you know, taking a longer view of things, taking a deep breath. Okay, how do we attack this? You know, they they don't make as many you know knee jerk reactions as the American companies do. That's my my view. And again, you know, I am in Detroit, so I see I do see both sides quite a bit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's one company in Windsor, uh, Contract Laser CGI, yeah. uh, incredible company, and great they do guys. work on both sides, both sides of the border. Um, incredible company, they do great work, and. I look at the way that they they take on jobs versus some of their you know some of their competitors in the U.S. and um, you know they, they're just a, a a different sort of approach to it. Now, you know the top fifteen, top twenty folks in the U.S. you know are really really good. You know the AJ Glasses of the world out in New York. You know you know Jimmy Stathopoulos, great guy, great company, um, and and so I don't you know put him in that category. But there's 
there's less AJ glasses of the world than there are of the other folks that rush headlong into projects. Yeah. Uh, you know, and obviously the U.S. is a bigger country and there's a lot more, you know, to, to deal with. Uh, uh, but I think one-to-one, the Canadian companies are just a little bit calmer and a little bit more sophisticated and a little bit more willing to take on the harder jobs. Because I think they, you know, say, okay, we can figure this out uh, yeah. versus the Americans are like, hey, what, what can we do to cut a corner here to make it a little faster? And, and that's, again, not every U.S. company, but, but unfortunately, there's, there's quite a few. Oh yeah, we're we're definitely dealing in broad generalizations here, but but yes. you, you know what I I I I probably would have used and, and I I can say this because I'm the Canadian uh, I would have used possibly a little less positive term like risk averse uh, to uh, <laughs> for for some of our Canadian our, our Canadian corporate culture up here uh, yeah. and 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 the manufacturing culture uh, uh, we are a little yeah we we are less willing. To, uh, to, to, to really stick the neck out and, and just say, okay, I'm going to, and then it's going to be maximum effort to overcome whatever obstacles uh, uh, come up. There's, there's, there's more of a desire to analyze and talk. Yeah. I, I, I remember when I, I, I used to sell machine tools back in a previous life. And uh, I, I remember, uh, you know, my sales process was, was, you know, a year of debate and discussion and going back and forth with people in the plant and everything else, you know, all the rest of it. And then I, and then I go to a trade show in Chicago and these American companies are walking on the booth and going, I'll take one of those and one of those and one of those and five of those and (laughs) just throwing a million dollars on the table right there. (laughs) Yeah, we do. We have a lot. We have a lot of folks that it's just impulse, impulse buying, uh, you know, and it's very rare. It's very, very rare when people are, you know, get, uh, you know, take the time to analyze anymore. Uh, they, they just like to jump into it and go. And uh, yeah. but the Canadians that I, at least I know and I work with, I'm really impressed with the with the the approach they take. Yeah. So so uh, you mentioned contract glass. Uh, 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 yeah. do, you, do you see more? Do you see more Canadian companies coming down and uh, and 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 getting work in the in the U.S.? I know I've I've had conversations with different fabricators up here that are so fed up, frankly, with the Canadian environment that they're focusing <laughs> a lot a lot of effort down there. Uh, what what are you seeing? It's 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 tough because of the labor aspect, but I could see it. I mean, and obviously. Uh, you know, look at what Antimax just did. You know, uh, you know they, they've now staked their claim uh, in the U.S. You know, you know getting into fabrication. They're gonna. Do, they've all, already done some things here in the U.S. They're gonna do more. Great company, great leadership there. Ryan Spurgeon, really good guy. Yep. Um, so, so I think that you know you're gonna see you know more more folks you know kind of picking and choosing and, and jumping into it. Um, it's just tough because the, the la- labor is an issue um, and, yeah. and getting people to to install it is, is, is a tough, tough call. Um, and that's why I think, you know, more fabrication, you know, will probably come down because you don't have to have somebody to install it. The glazing side is going to be a little bit of a, of, yeah. of a tougher go. You, you're going to have to have a, a group that, uh, you know, can attract the folks to work for them here in the U S and, and be good at it too. So, uh, but I do think more and more are going to pick their spots because of, of the available work and, uh, the, their ability to do good work. Max, help me out. I know you. I know you'll know who I'm talking about. Oh, geez, I just had them in the magazine. Uh, 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 who is that group that's doing? Um, he's all over the U.S. Uh, he's he uh, he he's like a hiring service for glaziers. Oh, Glazer Nation. Uh, Glazer yeah. Nation. Yeah, Glazer's done. Yeah, 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 yeah. What 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 do you think of that model? Is 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 that is that a good thing? Uh, it is. It is. I think Matt Day uh, Matt is Day. done a tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. I think Matt Day has done a tremendous job with, with that organization. Uh, you know, you know, there are some folks that don't like him because, you know, he, you know, he's, 
uh, you know, able to supply glazers to, you know, some of their competitors and, and there's, you know, uh, you know, some, some bad feelings there, but Matt has, has trained a lot of people and brought a lot of people under our tent and to, to be able to do this work and given a lot of people that probably wouldn't get a chance normally a chance, got them trained, got them ready. Um, you know, Matt's an evangelist. He lives for this industry, loves it. Uh, so I think it's, it, what he's done is very positive. And I think he's, uh, I, I think he's on the cusp of some really big things too, uh, Pat. I, I think that, you know, he's doing all the right things. He supports things like AGMT, you know, the training aspect, you know, he's not against that. He wants that. Uh, I think as we all should want that. Uh, so, so when, when, when you've got a guy like that, that is, is, you know, bringing that energy throughout the U S yeah, it's controversial because, you know, you know, he, he probably could probably be helping companies that, that be helping themselves more, but they're smart enough to hire him to, to help them. And so, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's a good guy doing some good things. I, I am a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a, yeah. You know, I, like, like you, you can't sit there and moan about your labor situation and then, and then, you know, be mad about a, about, about a solution that, that, that is helping, you know, some people, right. Like, like, I mean, yeah you know like okay so, so get them yourself then like you know like yeah. I, like it's 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 kind of uh yeah that some some it, of the it, some of the complaints are a little odd i it, it matt is an outspoken guy and maybe uh maybe <laughs> he doesn't hold back yeah and he's, he's you know he doesn't hold back and you know there is always that union non-union dynamic and that's and a tough that. dynamic yeah. uh you know in the u.s and that's tougher in some you know some cities than others you know philadelphia new york chicago uh, you know, and so, so there's, there's a lot at play there and, you know, those guys get very, very passionate, you know, when you're on one side or the other. So, uh, it, it's, it's, it's tough go, but I, I, I try to look past that on purpose because I do like the fact that I look at, at so many people that Matt has brought into our world. Now, some started off that they couldn't even, you know, hold a screwdriver correctly. They would, they didn't know which side of the screwdriver. Yeah. Felons, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Immigrants. I mean, this, but Matt gave them chances and some of these folks have, have taken those chances and run with it. And otherwise they wouldn't have that. And it's not like people are banging down the door to work in the glass industry and in the glazing industry. We need everybody we can get to bring them in there. We we're not in a sexy industry sort of world. It's a tough world. We work out in the elements, you know, it's hot. You have to be in, in significant PPE. You have to be tied down. You, you know, this the is heights, not the a, heights. The heights. <laughs> I mean, you're dealing with heavy equipment. You're dealing with with uh, uh, something. If it breaks, uh, you know, you know, the damage is significant. Um, so, I mean, this is a tough world. We should never, no matter what side of the ball you're on, be you know turning up our noses at any potential you know you know additions to our world. We have a tough world. We need to embrace everybody's good ideas for it. Well, and that's and that's the, 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 there's a perfect segue there because I was I was uh, down at a, a at an AGMT and NACC meeting, and for those who mm-hmm. aren't familiar, this is the Architectural Glass and Metal Certification Council has two programs: North American Contractor Certification and Architectural Glass and Metal Technician. Uh, 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 one certifies companies as conforming to best practices; the other one certifies uh, glaziers as uh, as being qualified to do to do the work. And I was at I was at their meeting. Uh, I guess it was Dallas uh, uh, a while back, and you know, and there was Matt uh, uh, with uh, 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 sitting next sitting next to the, all the union, you know, the the top guys from IUPAT, um, you know, and and you know, they're all everyone everyone is getting along and reasoning together. So 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 there Good. there are you know there there are uh, avenues 
to, uh, to 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 improve these these labor and quality uh, uh, situations that have been you know everybody's bugging everybody for so long, um, and 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 so and and I want to bring it I, I do want to bring it over to those 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 programs Max because yeah. because you know what is the what are the number one complaints you 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 get when you ask people what their pain point is in the industry labor big huge that's that's the big one yeah and crappy bid processes uh, yeah. uh fly by nighters uh, uh uh grabbing stuff when they don't know what they're doing right yep. and, and and here's this tell me if you agree i see this these programs if people would get on board as possibly an answer part of an answer the start of an answer to to and maybe the complete answer to be honest if yeah. you if you went into it to both of these things no, I think I think it is the complete answer. I think what I think what Jeff Dallab created and and now Ben Beeler, you know, working with him has continued to push forward. I think what they've done is is incredible. Uh, I, I think you know they created a program that that has an equal uh, you know number of of things that you have to accomplish that you have to have core competency about. It, it doesn't lean too heavy on one side or the other. It makes companies better. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, if I owned a Glazer, I, I, I would want to go through this process because it would make me more efficient. It would make me better. Uh, and, and, you know, as an industry, we should, we want this. I mean, architects, you know, are writing it into their specs and they should be writing it even more because you want people who've gone through this process that you can trust. You know, you don't want people, you know, especially it goes back to that point, you know, glass and metal is going onto the building for 50 plus years. You want people who are installing it that know what they're doing with companies that know what they're doing, that they could back it up. Uh, and, and you know, they're doing everything the right way. And then as an issue, you know, competition is, is a good thing, but you want to compete against people who, you know, know what they're doing. You want to compete against people that are apples to apples, not, not, not the fly-by-nighters, not the guys that don't understand how to read a bid and, and so on and so forth. You know, you, you want good, fair, clean competition. Um, it's no different, you know, the Olympics are going on right now. You don't want to, you know, get into swimming and swim next to a person that's loaded up on steroids. Um, you know, you, you, you want to to have the same, you know, the same fair playing field as everybody else. And, and, you know, if you're going to beat them, beat them head to head. And, and I think that's what we need as an industry, uh, NACC and AGMT are doing that. Um, you know, the AMG, AGMT thing with, with training these individual technicians, that's incredible. That's great training. Um, you know, you're, you're seeing it now happen in, 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 you know, in many different ways and getting, getting these folks up to speed, but I I've loved NACC's concept from the start companies looking at their financial, you know, health, are they doing things the right way? You know, or, or, you know, and that again, is it as a business owner, I love that uh, to have somebody making sure that, you know, okay, am I doing this the right way? It's, it's, it's an extra check. Um, you know, making sure that, that, that they've got all of their books together, making sure that, that, that they're insured properly, making sure that, you know, they're, they're doing everything the proper within their, their business. I mean, it's, it's, it's an incredible situation and it's not a long, miserable process or an expensive process. It's, it's all very doable. So I think it's, uh, I think it's the right thing. I think obviously the program's grown quite a bit since it started, but does have a long way to go, but I, I I would love to see more and more people get on it and get on it now, uh, sooner sooner than later. I mean, it's just too important and too good for our industry. Well, I'll, I'll be the and and I'll be the first one to 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 say, you know, I, a lot of time people are going to look at uh, programs like this and it, oh, it's a cash grab. Oh, I already know what I'm yeah. doing. Oh, I don't, you know, and 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 you know what? A lot, a lot of people would look at the experience with like IS, uh, ISO, you know, nine thousand back in the yeah. in, in the nineties and and all this and go, oh yeah, great. I, you know, a bunch of paperwork. You know, 
I'm telling, I'm, I'm here to tell you, not, not that, yeah. not that there's a program here. It's made for the industry. It will, it improves. It really, it, it actually, it actually improves your business. And, and, and it's just, it's just so needed. It, it's, yeah. it's just, it's just a, it's just a thing that, that it takes away all the doubt from, from, from the architect and the project owner, if, if they could be made to understand, and I wish, you know, I, I should be broadcasting this to the, to the, to the, all the architects. Um, well, we have some that listen. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, it, 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 it takes away the doubt. If, if someone is certified on this program, they, they, they know what they're doing. And it's, and it's a great program. The binder is huge. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think two things. One is, is that, that, you know, you mentioned the ISO thing. And I think that that soured a lot of people because it was a ton of paperwork. And it was also things like, you know, you know, you know, paint a paint a square around where the trash hail goes, you know, sort of thing. And, and yeah, you, you want to have visual markers on your floor, but it was, some of these things were a little overdone and, and people looked at it and said, I can't take this seriously. This is, this is doing busy work to do busy work. And and they didn't they didn't appreciate that and so I think that you know this is definitely not that everything that's in this this makes sense and then the other thing is the example that I've heard along the way, in many states you have to be licensed to get you know to be able to cut somebody's hair, um, you know and 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 again yeah they're holding a sharp instrument I don't want somebody to you know stab me in the neck sort of thing, but you know if they should be licensed my gosh the men and women putting in glass and glazing into a building that has to protect the inhabitants, you know, keep, keep the building dry, protect property. You know, it, it's not too much to ask that they're certified. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, and if I'm a building owner, I would really prefer my building to be built by people who all have the right credentials. Uh, so, so an architect and a building owner developer, this should be, you know, step one, just make sure it's being done by certified professionals. Yeah. Um, you'd want your car, your car mechanic is certified. You know, why not, why not your glazer? Yeah. Makes sense to me. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it, it's a great program. And I, and I know, you know, you and I have both been, been, been trying to help them out and, uh, and absolutely and, big fan. Big and fan. they haven't Good paid people. me a cent yet. So I, I have to, you know, I guess, oh, well, <laughs> it's coming. I'm sure it's, coming. yeah, I'm sure it's, it's yeah, the, yeah. The, actually that's not true. They exhibited it top glass. Okay. So that's, yep, that's, that's, that's a thing. So and, I have to and, and I want, clear my conflict and, and, of interest. <laughs> there you go. And, and I want top class to be in person next April so I can come across the border and be there. So that is, that is 100% the plan, Max. And Good. we, uh, and, and I, I didn't even, I didn't know you were only in Detroit. So you have yeah. no excuse whatsoever. Oh, no, I'll be there. I'll yeah. be there. Right on, man. Yeah, yeah. that that that's that's be fun. How stoked are you for glass build? That must be, uh, 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 this is good. Wait. That's going to be huge, eh? Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, Attendance is looking like it's going to be really, really good. And people are excited to get back in person. And I I just, you know, that back to business angle, you know, getting in, you know, face to face. Zoom's been great. You know, I mean, I think we've all changed because of Zoom. You know, you know, when you talk to folks, they're like, hey, I can do so much more now because people are comfortable with it, with an online sort of thing. But there's nothing like talking to people face to face and getting those interpersonal reactions and, uh, glass build is going to be, you know, really, really strong. I mean, people are excited about being there. I can't wait. Uh, Atlanta uh, in the fall, the ability to, you know, get in front of people again and learn too, because so much has happened since our last big, you know, our last big face-to-face event was March of 2020, which was BEC in Nashville. Uh, and and, and so much has happened. <laughs> exactly. And I still laugh about that. I mean, we almost lost our entire industry, a tornado that hits, <laughs> You know, less than a mile away from the hotel where 700 of the best industry people are staying, 
Um, if that tornado hits, I mean, you're talking about, you know, some serious industry damage, obviously. Wow. And, and it's a footnote in history now because yeah. it's wiped out by this worldwide pandemic. Uh, but, but that was the last thing we had, March 2020. Well, in that time, so much has changed. You know, the supply chain has changed. You've had massive deals and partnerships. I mean, Vitro hooking up with VIG Technologies and, you know, all of these different groups getting together and new products and, uh, you know, a new automation, new technology from every, you know, every step of the way. Um, all has happened in those, these last 18 months. So time to get everybody together, show it off and go from there. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it really is. And yeah, I think, I think everybody is, uh, everybody's excited to get together again in person. That's, that's the, that's the big one. And, and uh, you know, for you, you know, for you, Max, you know, being away from the bars and the, and the trade show floor where all the gossip is going on, I don't know how you've survived. I, I yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's tough. I miss, I, I glass build and BEC are like homecoming for me. And I live yeah. to talk to people and get to know people. And it's where I meet so many people. And yeah, so this one's a tough, this, the, the, it's been a tough go for me uh, from, from that standpoint. So that's the, the biggest thing to be able to get back on a, uh, yeah. a floor to be able to catch up with people and meet and uh, extend that network. Cause I'm all Just about it and growing the network. You know, unplanned, un unplanned, you know, discovery, you know, this yeah. discovery, like you, you can't get, you can't get discovery online. You only ever get what you're no. looking for. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, LinkedIn's been, been, been good, but, yeah. but it's nothing, nothing, nothing can replace, you know, you know, you know, seeing somebody, you know, walk by and you see their name on a tag and say, Oh, ooh, I know you. And I know your company. And then you start talking to them and, or, or walking up to them in a, in a, in a booth and getting to know them uh it, it's it, nothing beats that nothing beats it so september uh and if uh, those listening glassbill.com go ahead sign up uh and and be there it's going to be a great event yeah it's going to be fantastic uh let's do this yeah three big tech or business trends in the glass and glazing world that we are going to have to watch over the next few years hit me well, I, I think, and we've talked a little bit about them. Uh, I, I think the advanced energy technology uh, is 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 number one. I think that uh, what you saw just in the last week with with VIG uh, Technologies with Vitro and Ubiquitous Energy with Antimax is just the you know the start. Great products that are great energy plays, uh, and and that's the thing. I mean, people will pick on me and say, "Well, why aren't you going to talk about you know dynamic glass?" No offense to dynamic glass, it, it just it doesn't bring that energy level. The low E that's on there is doing the heavy lifting, in my opinion, for the most part. These products, you know, a VIG product with a with an R15, you know, it's it's yeah. you know people complain about you know glass performance. You can't complain about it anymore when when you put a VIG unit in like this. Uh, what Ubiquitous is doing, uh, you know, with with uh, you know bringing in uh, you know the uh, solar energy and and being able to utilize that within the structure, that's a dream that people have always wanted to see happen. It's happening, uh, and and these are the things that will drive these net zero and these new sustainable you know codes and laws, New York local law 97, things like that that are really, really crucial uh, for the future of our planet. Um, glass is going to take a role. We're going to finally have a role thanks to that. So energy is the big one uh, and, and bigger than it's been. Um, second is uh, security. Um, unfortunately, you know, I, I hate the fact that we are in this position as a world, but as we saw uh, last summer, you know, you know, you, you, you have to be a little bit more secure with your glass um, here in the, the U S that 
you know, the, the glass around the Capitol was an embarrassment. Um, and that, yeah. that has to change. Uh, and, but now you have a lot of different companies that are in, in, in that space. Um, you know, companies with some either fresh ownership or new ownership, uh, with fresh ideas and fresh products. Uh, so security is, is going to be another big trend and another big play. Uh, and then the last part is more for fabrication than, than glazing, but it's automation is, is it. Um, you know, you cannot, if you're opening a float plant or, or um, a fabrication plant or updating a fabrication plant, you can't do it the way you did it in, you know, 2010. You can't even do it the way you did it in 2018. You have to have more automation, more, more movers. Um, you know, people are going to be tougher and tougher to grab. Um, be, and, and mostly because I call it the Amazon effect. Um, you know, the Amazon effect is, is basically... Yeah, that's a tough job, Pat. But but Amazon and companies like Amazon that are shipping, um, you know, direct materials from warehouse shipping, they're guaranteeing people five day work weeks, eight hour shifts in air conditioning, you know, with good good salary and benefits. Something that glass companies can't do. Right. You know, we right. you know we can't do that. So we we have to realize that we have to switch and become more automated. And so that's that's happening. You know, you see more companies that are putting in more automation now on the glazing side. You know, there's a lot of great manipulators that can move glass from space to space, but uh, you still need uh, that human element uh, out in the field to put that together. Unitizers, though, I mean, you know, they've got the right idea, and that that helps uh, take a lot of the labor aspect out of it, but. Um, you know, it's definitely more for the fab side. So energy security and automation, uh, I think are the three big plays that are immediate and going to be strong going forward. Well, thank you for doing my issue planning for the uh, next <laughs> year, uh, Max. That was uh, very kind of you. Uh, and uh, now, I, now, I, now, now I can answer all my publisher's questions. Uh. <laughs> and, 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 and let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly point them into the direction of all, all, all the people down here uh, or anybody even up there that uh, in Canada that uh, I think are, are headed in the right direction. There are a lot of, lot of good players, a lot of good players coming up with really good ideas. Yeah, uh, uh, automation is, uh, automation is uh, slow uh, yes. up, up here um, because of volumes. Uh, uh, it, it, isn't, it, 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 can be, it can be hard to justify in a lot of, in a lot, in a lot of places, not, not some of the bigger ones. Um, but, uh, the energy thing is, uh, I totally agree, uh, that that's, that's, you know, th th those technologies are going to be important because I, I, I think our governments are going to get to the point where they're not only saying the building has to be totally not wasting any energy, but it actually has to be making its own. Yes. Um, and, um, yeah, and security, well, a little less of a concern. <laughs> I'll be yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely an American issue. On our side, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we we don't have quite the level, quite those level of uh, uh, of issues, but uh, and I hope you never do. Yeah, never do. Yeah. yeah, so we'll uh, we'll we'll keep our fingers we'll keep our fingers crossed on that one. But yes, that that it's a technology to watch for sure because I I know like you say there's there's been a lot of innovation in that area. You know that that you you can get the look you want uh, quite frequently. Um, um, you can get a, 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 lots of different sizes and shapes. Um, there's, there's, you know, the, the, there's been some nice advances on that. So uh, there, there really has, there really has, but, uh, yeah, you're, you're definitely very fortunate. Unfortunately, uh, for, for those of us in the U S and then in, 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 for talking North America, our, our friends in Mexico, uh, we, we, we've got to work out for us. It's, uh, yeah. it's not a great scene, but I'm happy again, being so close to Canada and being a big fan of so many folks from your country. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that you, you all have done it the right way and continue to do it that way, you know, security and safety wise.
and Max, you have a lot of fans up here. I'm here to tell you. So uh, you. that is uh, it's it's uh, it, it's really great to hear from you. Well, listen, I'm mindful of your time. Uh, uh, we've been at this for an hour, and that's pretty good. Uh, probably probably uh, all anybody has time for on their lunch, anyways. So uh, uh, Max Perlstein, thank you so yes. much for uh, for joining us on Glass Talk today. Uh, uh, really great to have you. Thank you, Pat. And keep up the great work. Your publications are fantastic and uh, can't wait to see a top glass, but I'll see a glass build first, but top oh. glass uh, 2022. I can't wait. You got it. Exactly. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Glass Talk. You can find this episode at glasscanadamag.com or on the major podcasting services. Glass Talk is a presentation of Glass Canada Magazine and Annex Business Media.